Podcast Studios. This, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now. Hey, friends. Happy hump day. Just trying to get into stuff here on this computer. There's a new CAPTCHA. What do you mean? I've never seen this one before. A new way to find out if you're a robot or not. Okay. And it's like, uh, so it's like a picture of an animal. And then the other picture beside it is a picture of a finger pointing in a certain direction. And you have to change the direction of that animal to face the finger point. Oh. It's easy. I will say it's better than those ones that they give you that make you like click on how many have a motorcycle. Because then there's always like a little bit of a wheel (laughs) that sticks out on one of them. And you're like, am I supposed to click that? Like just a little smidgen of a wheel is on that one. Am I clicking that whole square or not? Can I tell you, sometimes I don't even know what they're asking me. I don't even understand. <laughs> like, show us the pictures that have uh, crossing roads. Okay, well, I mean, they all cross at some point. What the fuck do I click? I don't know. It's ridiculous, right? Uh, Yeah, that's good. Anyway. Oh, they're changing it. I guess with AI, though, it's probably getting easier for hackers to get around those things so that they can get into the login part, right. and then they can try and get into your, yeah. your stuff. The so. animal one's kind of fun, though. I just kind of moved like a little animal around. What animal did you move? Well, it, this first one was uh, actually a triceratops. Oh, so yeah. not a real animal. Well, once was. Once was. Once was. Hey, by the way, this is off topic, not even something that I ran by you first. They just realized, physicists did, that the universe is actually about, maybe it's the Earth, is about 60 billion years older than we thought. Whoa. Well, somebody fucked up. How can you be off by 60 billion years? Is that like, doesn't that, does that make you feel like we're going to be around for a lot longer? Makes me feel older. (laughs) You weren't here that long, don't worry. Mm. But it's it's interesting because you would have figured... Of all these, really, there wasn't like a something that came along and destroyed it all these years, eh? One of Completely, these, I mean. Yeah. One of these days, I would love to have a conversation on After 9 about the universe. I've read a little bit about Dude. it lately, and Kat, I feel... Can we take some edibles first? Oh, if you want to do edibles first, absolutely. Maybe I'll smoke some in the studio, just to get as deep inside me as I can go. Because somebody <laughs> told me the other day... You know when you die, you don't actually die. You just go to a different parallel universe. Oh, they believe in that. And whether that's true or not, I don't know, but I have a feeling that cannabis would inspire a pretty good conversation about it. And then Uh, consciousness, that's a whole other interesting conversation that we could have. That's totally true. It fucks your mind up thinking about it. All of it is just a mind fuck. But we'll we'll talk about that one of these days on After 9 when it's a quiet day. Today is not. There's a lot of stuff going on, and we'll talk about inflation as we promised, and we'll get to that coming up. But there's some other stuff I want to do first. Have you ever had a guy other than your husband Try and buy you a drink in a bar. Yes. And did you decline? Did you take it? I've said yes before. Yes, I've taken it. Were you alone or were you with girlfriends? With girlfriends. Ah. With girlfriends, never alone. No, 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 I wouldn't do that. That would send the wrong signals. I've done it before where it's like he wants to buy all of us a drink. And I say, okay, sure, fine. And I've done that. I've sent around drinks over to a table for a bunch of girls Right. The, it happens. It happens occasionally. And that's fine. Usually that's nice. As long as I know it's a safe situation like that, that got brought to us straight from the bartender. Hey, this is for you guys and your table. Cool. Fine. I'm done. I'm done. I'm fine with that. Her name is Kendall Kipper or Kuiper on TikTok. She's posted how she almost every time gets guys to buy her a drink in a bar. She's got a hack, if you will, that she says works every time almost. I'm going to play this video. It's about a minute long. And then we're going to take up the logistics of this. Listen to Kendall. 
This is my best kept secret to how to get a free drink at the bar 99% of the time. I've only had this not work for me one time and I do this way more often than I care to admit. First thing you're gonna do is you're gonna go get in line at the bar, okay? And then you're gonna start scouting, okay? But it's very important the type of guy that you scout out. You need to look for a guy who looks like they have a super big ego. The bigger the ego, the better and the easier that this is probably gonna be. Next, what you're gonna do is you're gonna go up to him, you're gonna approach him, you're gonna be like, hey, like, what are you drinking tonight? Like, what are you about to order? He's gonna tell you. So let's say he's like, oh, I'm about to order a tequila soda. You can either be like, oh, I love tequila sodas. Or you can be like, oh, I was gonna order a vodka crayon. I would love to buy your drink. Can I buy you a drink? Like I said, the ego is a big factor in this. 99% of the time, they are gonna look at you and they're gonna be like, what? No, what? Like, let me buy you a drink, the fuck? <laughs> I understand that like this definitely is a little fucked up but, like let's not forget how men like to treat us 95% of the time they treat us like shit so it's like girl just go get your free drink and move on so it's only not worth okay that's a lot to process okay first off why does every girl on TikTok talk like this if you want to get vodka you just go and you tell, ask him if you want to, he wants a drink here's and then a he'll surefire a way of how you can buy your drink here's the thing here it goes okay guys very important I'll have a vodka and crayon <laughs> Vodka, vodka. A, va a what? A vodka. A what? A, a, like a vodka. What crayon. is that? Maybe when your face has got that much Botox, you can't pronounce your D's. I don't know. In any case. Well, okay. I'm kidding. I don't know. Or if, well, maybe. But this could backfire, right? It could. So basically, if you weren't able to understand, you can rewind. That's the beauty of the podcast. Or you can um, or we'll listen to this as we'll explanation. explain it, yeah. So she'll go up to the bar and she looks for somebody who looks cocky. She looks for somebody who's going to be a little arrogant. And then she approaches that guy. And the move is brilliant, if you think of it. Guy just standing at the bar, ready to order a drink. Good-looking girl comes up. Hey, what you drinking? Well, I'm having a, what did she say, a tequila soda? Oh, I love tequila sodas. Can I buy you a drink? And just in her offering to buy him a drink, the reverse psychology kicks in where he thinks, ooh, she's into me. No, I'll buy her a drink. She says it works like 99% yeah. of the time. And I can totally see that. I can totally see why a guy in that situation would think this is the time mm -hmm. to buy her a drink. And that is a version of re reverse psychology too. Yeah, Of like, totally. I'm better than you, I'll buy you. A no, 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 but I need to be the better one here in this scenario. I can see how it would happen. But yes, indeed, it, it can backfire. It's interesting in the comments because, um, you know, she's probably 20 something at the at the bars right now. And I'm wondering, like, where are we at with that? Because I feel like when I used to go to the bars, it was easy to get a drink uh, to get a drink bought for you. Sure. Easy peasy. You needed boobs. But that's, that's all how it you, used to work. That's back all. In the day. And that's really all you needed. But in the comments, as I scroll along the comments, I'm noticing more and more people saying, yeah, right. These guys these days are too cheap. Guys that I believe too, though. Guys these days will absolutely take that drink, so you got to be careful. Um, guys in there admitting, like, I would have just said, yes, buy me a drink. Like, aren't I supposed to be empowering you to buy drinks for someone if you want to? Like, all these comments, and I'm thinking, like, yeah, that's there's probably truth to the timing of this, because this you wouldn't even need this TikTok. This TikTok, if TikTok existed 10, 15 years ago, you wouldn't even need it, because it just... It didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't have to worry about people buying you a drink and strategies to do it because it used to just happen. No. You're That's what it seems like to me anyway. Sure. I guess everybody's trying to cut costs here. Sure. She wants to save a little <laughs> bit of money. Fine. Well, drinks are expensive at bars too. They ain't cheap. Let's talk about the difference between Canada and America. Holy shit. You go to America and you can still get 
75 cents small draft. You can still get a, a $3 or a $2 cocktail. I was out with my girlfriend on Saturday night. I won't even say the name of the place we went to. It was in Burlington. Yeah. And and she ordered some elder flower fucking but. gin thing. <laughs> It was like $18 for one drink. Whoa. Fuck off. Yeah. That's, oh, it, for sure. For it sure, fuck off. It wasn't even that good. It's like that at a lot of places, too. Like, oh. And then you go, well, what am I? I'm not going to buy this here. I'll just have a drink when I get home. Like, well, forget it. And, and she finished it, and I'm like, fuck, you're done. No, you're not. I, <laughs> I'm going to eat the ice. I'm going to make sure that we get every penny of that $18 out of that glass. You nurse the shit out of that drink all night. <laughs> Only one you're going to get. You're going to eat the ice. You're going to lick the straw. Don't leave even a drop of booze in there. You're chewing on that elderflower. <laughs> but I mean, back to the original point. This right. girl, I think, is on to something because I know me, and maybe it's just... Maybe it's just my generation of guys, my my friends. But mm-hmm. if I'm at a bar, just waiting for the bartender to take my order, and a pretty decent-looking girl comes up beside me, hey, what are you drinking? Can I buy you one? I'm instantly thinking, here we go. Pick up time. She wants me. So I'm going to buy her a drink and juice up the the charm. Do you think so? You think you would be that, like in the Summer of Scott, when you had the Summer of Scott thing going on, would you have allowed that to happen. I, I say allow, but isn't that so harsh? Like who cares who buys who a drink, but would you have been okay with that? I'll have to refer to my notes. I don't think that I wouldn't have fallen for it there either. If a guy or sorry, if a girl came up to me at a bar, especially during the summer of Scott. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Buy me a drink. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I will also buy you a drink or I'll say, you know what? Let's do one better. Let's have some shots. Let's do this. Let's, I, I feel like I'd be able to Take the drink, but I would also buy her a drink. Okay, so try to. Okay. So it's a wash. You, you try to do sense. a round for yourself. This is so. But I do find this mean. I, I find this mean. It is kind of predatory. It, it absolutely. I mean, you're it, you're. Uh, we know people's intentions aren't always great. But what if this guy, for example, happened to be good looking? Maybe he did look a little cocky because that's really what she's telling you to target: the cocky people and arrogant people. What if he's not so much like that and then he just is trying to be nice and buy a drink and then you peace out afterwards? Like, I just, I don't know. Don't people feel bad about stuff like that or do they not care? I assume that's exactly how it goes down, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm not going to feel bad about it. Uh, you bought me a drink. Uh, yeah. No, I, I don't know that this is necessarily nice. I don't know that it's necessarily fair. But for as long as I've been at this, Guy buys a girl a drink, Girl buys, girls don't buy a guy a drink very often. So I would think that even the offer is strange enough to most guys that they would think, no, let me buy yeah. you a drink. Right. So I think she's brilliant. Um, there is one more text that came in on this, by the way, when we were talking about it, that I think is worthwhile. If you're listening to this going, maybe I'll try that. And you do just like getting free drinks. We'll try to, We won't pass judgment. We're not here for that on the podcast. Here's another thing you can try. One person texted and said someone they know will tell that the bar, basically, the whole bar, anyone who'll listen, that they've never had a shot of vodka in their life. They've never taken a shot of vodka. What's that like? I've never done that. Surefire way to get yourself a free shot of vodka. There's people that work in crews to try and get free drinks. I can yeah. see that. Go up and tell people, here, we've got Octavia, Scott and Cat show producer in the uh, pod studio here with us. So I'm going to use you as an example, right? I'm going to say, hey, everybody, you're not going to believe this. This is my friend Octavia here. She's never had a shot of vodka. Can you believe that? That's basically a challenge for everybody else to say, what? No way. I'll buy her one. I'll buy round for everybody. Yeah. That's how these things work. I just want to ask who wants a shot of vodka? Yeah, who uh, who is going out to a bar? I want a shot of vodka. Out of all the things you could have, yeah. 
Why do you hate yourself? Why do you hate yourself so much? I, I love vodka martinis. That's my thing. And somebody pointed out to me once many years ago, and it had never crossed my mind as I was drinking a martini. People only drink straight vodka, which is essentially what a vodka martini is. They only drink straight vodka to get as drunk as they can, as fast as they can. Nobody sits and shoots vodka to just sit and chill and have a drink. That, you know you what? don't do that. Great point, because vodka is not one of those things you're supposed to sip on necessarily and enjoy. Like, there's not different, like, years-old vodkas. It's not like a scotch. Like, there's no way that you can try to compare that. Some vodkas are okay, but the vast majority... Mm-hmm. If you go out and... If you've got a bottle of Absolute in your cupboard, you're not sitting there sipping no, on that. No. You either shoot it or you make a cocktail. Yeah, and I would even argue that I think none of... Even the higher-up vodkas... They're not really like sippers, are they? It's not the same. So I feel like it's a big fat red flag if someone orders a shot of vodka. They're they're out to get loaded. They're pretty effed up in the mind. And as quickly as possible, (laughs) too. And as quickly as possible, like something's going on there. Tequila and vodka will do that to you. If your friend... They'll take your panties right off. If your your friend is doing that, trying to get free vodka shots, you got to make sure your friend's okay. Like what's going on with you that you're looking for vodka shots like crazy? Hey, right? uh, by the way, Octavia, at your age, you're what, early 20s, I believe? Yeah. Do you go out to bars very often? Sometimes. Do you ever have guys buy you drinks? And how do you handle that when they offer to? Because you have a boyfriend, right? Yeah, I do. And uh, I went with a few friends and my boyfriend as well. And they tried to buy us drinks. And we did take the drinks. And then we're smaller. So we kind of slithered through the crowd and away back to our friend group. So oh, that's shady. <laughs> you took him and left. But, but yeah. no, but if somebody, I mean, it's if just someone a drive through. Off- Hang on, though. If someone offers it to you, it doesn't mean that you owe them a conversation in return necessarily. I know no. that that seems mean. But if they're the one that offer it to you, I think that's fine to slip away. Well, my boyfriend ended up knowing them and talking to them anyways. So oh, <laughs> that's not that bad. bad. No, that's fine. It was got, all right. They got some convo out of yeah, it. Yeah, it was okay. Okay. So if my goal here is to try and initiate a conversation or something like that, do I have to tell them, I'd like to buy you a drink mm-hmm. if you're willing to stick around and give me five minutes of your time to tell you about myself <laughs> and offer my pitch? Like, does there need to be an asterisk or is you really just blind trust that they're not going to fuck off like, back onto the dance like floor? Like you're trying to sell a timeshare? Like, uh, <laughs> I give you a drink and you're going to sit down and listen to my presentation. No, thank you. I don't think I have ever seen... So much praise for a cameraman than I saw yesterday for CP24. Yesterday, there was a news conference at Pearson Airport. And, and oh, boy, oh, boy, Pearson, you guys are just knocking it out of the park, aren't you? They, they say that they have really reduced the amount of delays and the luggage issues. And they did that with a significant staffing boost. They've hired 10,000 people in the last year at the GTAA and the new employees are getting on the job now. And they say that has cut wait times at security and customs checkpoints and decreased the hold on aircraft. And, and it's 90% better than it was last summer. Big news conference to announce that if you're coming to the airport, everything is going to be good. The thing is, as this person from the GTAA was speaking yesterday at this news conference, the cameraman, panned up to the board above. Let me play just a little bit of this for you. Yes. So we've seen a, almost a doubling in terms of improvement on on-time performance since last year. That is a reflection Right now he's scanning up. Mm-hmm. Scans up. What do we have here? 
Baltimore, delayed. Detroit, delayed. Washington, delayed. <laughs> Dublin, canceled. Uh-huh. Chicago, delayed. <laughs> it was crazy that she's on there. Hey, this is great. Pearson's the best. Come fly with us. And then the cameraman, who I thought probably would have kept it on her during the news conference, maybe he just wanted some ambient shots. Or maybe he wanted to call them out on their bullshit. Here's the board. Delayed, 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 canceled, delayed, delayed, delayed. Nothing was on time on the board as they're holding a news conference oh, to talk no. about how on time they are. And perhaps, it, yeah, see, that's the thing. is you're. It'd be one thing if you were boasting about, hey, you just hired people. It's going to get better. We're so excited. But the fact that they're saying it's better, it's getting, it, like, it's already gotten better. But you need a little more proof there, I think. Zellers has announced a bunch of new locations, Kat. And for whatever reason, this is huge news. More of them in southern Ontario, more pop-up stores that are located inside the Hudson's Bay stores. And before I tell you the new locations, I have not even been to the current location. I was going to ask you if you've been yet. All that hype for like three, four weeks when Zellers announced they were reopening, it was lined up down the block. And I thought, I'm going to go. I still haven't gone. But now there are more options. As of August the 11th. Fairview Park Mall in Kitchener, mm-hmm. Mapleview Mall in Burlington, Georgian Mall in Barrie, okay. Upper Canada Mall in Newmarket, Windsor Mall is getting one, and in the Bramley City Center, Brampton, that one will be open in September. Okay. I don't know the, what else to say. The, I mean, it's Zellers. Like, yeah, that's the thing. So when you go in, because you haven't been yet, it, it really, I think most people by now have at least seen images of it or news outlets showing you coverage of it. It's it's okay. Like, it, it's kind of just it's like fine. a section of the bay. Yeah. Like, to be honest with you, but there are some cheaper, I do notice them being cheaper alternatives to what the bay sells, which is interesting because it's inside the bay locations. Um, for example, like a pot and pan set. You go to the Zellers area of it and it's going to be, you know, $40 for this pot and pan set. But then you go over to the bay and it's $72. And of course they're different brands, but it's similar product just for cheaper. So it's like cheaper products that the bay sells in there. That's what, that's what I find it to be like. And, and definitely a step up from Dollarama, but you can find things like stuff that you can find at Dollarama there too. Really? Yeah. Do they have a ish. whole section for Canada Day it's, that's it's, up all year round? It's more like <laughs> they already have their stuff for uh, Halloween out. No. Really? No, no. That's probably Dollarama does. I bet you. Uh, someone actually sent me that. Someone sent me a link to a HomeSense video. Someone at HomeSense saying that the stuff for Halloween is out already. Fuck off. Give me it's, a it's fucking not even break, yet. right? I know. Bullshit, HomeSense. Bullshit. <laughs> it's a holiday but violation anyway, is what it is. It's a total holiday violation. write them up. You should. Ticket them. Go. Go to the doors. You know, I've written countless holiday violations over the years, and not one person has paid their fine. It's bullshit, really. It is bullshit. Maybe we need to, I don't know, scare them with something else. Uh, yeah, so anyway, it's it's to me, it looks a lot similar to a lot of things you can find other places, is basically what I'm trying to say. Nothing like, oh, got to go to Zeller's for that. That's not one of the go-tos that I would tell you. That said, I think it's worth people checking out all those new locations you mentioned. If, if you live around those areas and you haven't been yet, it's worth taking a glance in. Not worth waiting in line for anything, to be honest. But yeah, that's all right. Zellers. Zellers. I don't know if you guys are stupid or brilliant. I honestly can't figure it out. But you've left us all curious and wanting more yeah. with the damn restaurant. Put the fucking restaurant back in the that. store. Do you think that it would actually do well, though? Oh, it would be huge. And I think that's why they're not doing it. I think once they do it, people go, they like it, they don't like it, whatever. Right now, it's just a mystery. As long as they leave that right. that carrot that they're dangling over us out there, 
people are going to be curious about this restaurant. They're yeah. building up hype by not allowing you to have it, except for this little food truck that rolls around selling chicken yeah. burgers for $3. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm going to lean towards brilliant. I... You, you might be right there. And maybe they are doing it on purpose because they do seem to keep dangling it in front of you. And they're going to have those food trucks out there at those new locations once they open too. No doubt about it. Eventually, I just feel like it's one of those things that people will be like all rushed to go. But then once they go, they're going to be like, this, this food's not that good. And they're not really going to go. <laughs> it's probably not. Honest, it's just a good hype right especially now. Especially at mall locations. Because you think about all the fast, quick food that you get at the mall locations. The difference between the Zeller standalone stores were they were on their own. So it's like, this is our only option is to eat here. Let's eat here as a family since we're shopping for back to school shit anyway. <laughs> but when you're uh, at the mall, you got an entire food court there. So it's kind of like, are we eating at the Zeller's restaurant or are we just going to go to like... The Bay is never close to the food it's court. It's not. It's true. It's a t- So you never. think that'll be a benefit? Yeah, sure. It probably will be. Hey, okay. by, by the way, question that, that you've got to answer here. You can only eat at one restaurant for the rest of your life. Oh, Jesus. And it has to be one that's commonly found in a food court. In a food court? What restaurant? Oh, no. Because I said bourbon chicken. I don't know what it is, but I love the bourbon chicken. I love it, love it, love it. Or one of the Chinese restaurants where they put just an obnoxious amount of rice and a little bit of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like way more carbs than any one person should eat in a meal. That's what goes in to take out from the mall. It's the cheap. That's because it's the cheapest. Sure. It costs them next to the nothing to make stuff. rice. They don't give um, a shit. Gosh, that's a good question. Here's rice with peas and corn in it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. I'd probably be boring and I'd do like a, like a freshie, oh. like a pita pit. Will you try and live a little? Like fuck. a, well, well, no, like bourbon <laughs> chicken's not a bad one either. Okay. You want me to go like bad food? A&W. A&W. I shouldn't say bad. They have some fine stuff, but maybe like an A&W. They do something to their burgers at A&W that just makes them great. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I love it. Um, okay, so yeah, we're really short on time already. I, I want to mention a whole bunch of different stories, and I'm going to start off with this one. We know that crime is a problem. I hadn't heard this one yet, okay. and I feel like this is one where all of us should be a little bit more vigilant. This happened in Oakville early Tuesday morning. Person was at the intersection of Dundas and Trafalgar, probably the busiest intersection in Oakville. Very, very busy, yep. They're there. Somebody pulls up beside them at a red light. It was after midnight, so not a lot of other cars around. This person was driving a Mercedes. Another car pulls up beside them at the light. That seems perfectly innocent. Until a couple of shitheads jump out of the other car, pull a knife on the driver of the Mercedes, and carjacked her. Left her there just standing in the middle of the intersection, her 2021 Mercedes gone. (gasps) The reason that this story, because this is happening every day, and God, I feel like you got to be- scary. Watch your surroundings, right? And and I hate to say, when you roll up to an intersection, lock your doors and windows, because we shouldn't have to do that here, but people are doing stuff like this. The reason that made news is because when they carjacked this Mercedes- the person's dog was inside. No. They found the car an hour later, but the dog was gone. <gasps> and there's happy endings here because Halton police did manage to track down the dog. They haven't arrested the suspects yet. The dog's okay? The dog is fine. Yeah. Oh, what a roller Scared. coaster ride. Holy crap. Scared, but the dog yeah. is fine. Hey, it's, uh, it's scary shit what's going on out there, everybody. And I feel like you got to be vigilant. Yeah. 
it's sad that you have to watch your back when you're at an intersection. Yeah. Just doing what you do so many times throughout the day, waiting for a light to change. But be careful out there. And if something looks suspicious, get the hell out of get there. Get out. Yeah. If don't you, worry about it being a red light. Get the fuck out. Blow the red light. <laughs> Who cares? Turn right. Do yeah. whatever you got to yeah. do, but don't end up in a situation like this. Uh, Habitat for Humanity. Great work. Love them. They yep. do such great work. I've done some building stuff with them. Their Waterloo Region chapter sent this to us uh, for our morning show on 91.5 The Beat. They're sounding the alarm about local housing. So Waterloo Region had a pretty big housing boom right around COVID. A lot of people wanted to get out of the GTA because they know that for the same amount of money, you can get a better place, a bigger place, a more convenient mm-hmm. place. It's really not that far. And it's kind of like a, a hidden gem in real estate. Well, they say right now, the average townhouse is selling for $665,000. And when they say average, it's actually kind of low end. It's yeah. old, little beat up. Needs work. Yeah, sure. it, it's not a fancy three-story like you see in some places. Anyway, they're selling for $665,000. They point out that even if you made $85,000 a year, you cannot afford the cheapest low-end townhouses in Waterloo Region, which is Cambridge, Kitchener, and Waterloo, and the townships as well. So the mortgage on that $665,000 house with the current interest rates would be over $4,000 a month. 56% of your income would just be paying the mortgage, and that doesn't include your property taxes at all. The CMHC, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, says that a home is defined as affordable, quote unquote, if it costs less than 30% of your pre-tax household earnings. So they're calling on the government to, while they're doing this big boom of condos that they're building everywhere, order those builders to do more affordable units. Sure, we need more affordable units. We do, yeah. But how bad is it when in a bedroom community, $85,000 $85,000 is not even enough to buy a townhouse. How yeah. fucked up is that? Yeah. $4,000 a month for a bottom of the barrel, yeah. low end townhouse. It's bad. It's very bad. Yeah. And, and then you see what's going on in, in places like uh, Toronto. They announced yesterday, two people making minimum wage. You and your partner both make the minimum wage. You still can't afford anything in Toronto. Double minimum wage, and you can't afford anything. Nothing at all. In Toronto. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It's a bad, sad reality. Something's got to change, Kat. Something's got to change. A lot of it, though, does have to do with the interest rates. And yesterday, StatsCan came out with the inflation. And the inflation is what the interest rates are supposed to be fighting. It was 3.4% overall in May. It's down to 2.8% in June. Okay, it's going in the right direction. Economists say, though, that number doesn't tell the whole story. They say the drop is misleading because gas prices, as you recall, last June were around $2.20 a liter. Mm-hmm. Today, they're $1.60 a liter. So we're saving $0.60 cents a liter. That's the main reason that inflation went down was just because of the gas prices. <laughs> but food up 9% still there year over year. Yeah. And it was up last year too. So if you did uh, inflation back 2 years, it would probably be a, like 11 to 13%. So food's up 9%. Mortgage costs and housing costs are up 
30% year over year. Did anybody get a 30% pay increase this year? Yeah, really? Anybody? Anybody? No, of course not. Because that's not realistic. A 30% increase. The other one that was shocking was the price of new vehicles up 23%. And that's a combination of manufacturing costs and financing costs because car loans are also affected by interest rates. Wow, I didn't realize it'd be that much, though, for cars. $66,000 is the new average price for a new vehicle. I mean, like, what did it used to be? Like, I feel like at one point it was like 40 Well, I mean, we, it, it was... See, <laughs> maybe, I, that was, maybe that was longer ago than I thought, I, I think. <laughs> I haven't paid attention to new vehicles in a while because I typically don't buy them. However, I mean, you used to be able to, for thirty grand or in and around thirty grand, you could get something decent decent you could get a sedan with some basic features and it would be a fine car if you wanted to spend 40 then you could get into your your imports if you wanted to spend 60 or 70 you could get into your higher end vehicles now people are paying like 66 grand for a fucking hyundai and and nothing wrong with hyundai i don't want to shit on them i don't want to shit on kia or anything like that because they're all doing it. it's across the board it's across the board yeah how did they so what i'm wondering here is cat if i We'll cut to the chase. We know that there was a supply chain issue. And yes, I'm using air quotes because I think the whole thing was total bullshit. I don't think there was ever a supply chain issue that wasn't man-made. If there was a supply chain issue, they could have used that to say, ooh, it's hard to get new cars in. So when we do get them in, we're going to raise the price. Doesn't it make sense then that they would naturally say, if we hold back supply, If we just chill a little bit at the factory, slow down a little bit, maybe even let some people go. Maybe we don't need to make so many cars. We can create a demand and raise the price from what people are currently paying to a new price that we like even more just by building up demand and saying they're not available. And people are doing it. It's possible because even when you did uh, get a car in advance of it being ready, so you go to a dealership, you say, this is the car I want. Hey, guess what? We have none, supply chain issues. But six to eight months, it was always it's always the same shit. Six to eight months, six to eight months. We're going to have it for you. Maybe it was closer to 12 months. They're allowed to, they they don't need to lock at a price for you. So let's say that car is 50000 And you're like, great, I'm going to get that car when it comes, 50000 They're totally allowed to be like, oh, the car is now sixty two. Cough it up. You know what I mean? Or or walk away. Your choice. Can you... Pay for it up front. If they say it's 50, say, great, here's your check for 50 grand. My financing's already in place. Here's 50K. Just give me the car when it's ready. Or do you have to not pay for it until it comes in? If you're paying up front, it's okay, but only because also interest rates change, right? So it Uh, all depends. If you're paying up front, it's a possibility. I think maybe that varies by dealership. But if you're putting a deposit down on a car, like I know people who've done that. So they put a deposit down on a car that's not ready yet. They didn't lock at a price when they did that. They just have the car. But when it comes to them, when it's ready, when they call them and say, hey, your car's ready, it's, it's changed in price by $12,000 or whatever it might be, then it's like, a, oh, fuck. Well, I waited this many months and I didn't know it was going to be up twelve grand. But that's what's happening everywhere as well. It's like you're kind of stuck with paying for it or you got to wait eight more months or buy used. Like you mentioned, a lot of people are just going used because they need something now. It's also happening with homes. They're doing the exact same thing with homes and nobody is protecting consumers. I don't understand it. It's so frustrating. I didn't know they could do that with homes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For real? They're doing it. I thought if you put the deposit down, you're locking in the price at that point. No, ma'am. Wow. There's a lot of ways that that those prices can go up between when you sign and when you actually take possession. Then that changed since I bought new. 
when I bought my house, it, that, that was that way because the value had gone up by the time we got in and we thought, great, that's good. I'm glad we did this. I didn't know they could toy with that. Oh, but the housing, uh, the, the, the materials to build the house and the, the and wood all, yeah, and yeah. The, the shingles and all, oh, we got to charge you an extra right, 60 grand. Right. Fuck out of here. Uh, last but certainly not least, it's one of my favorite things to talk about over the last few years. Something that I think most people saw coming. Let me read you the headline. <laughs> Let me read you the headline. Okay. Are Harry and Meghan breaking up? Are Harry and Meghan headed for divorce? Is the royal couple no more? <laughs> three headlines. Three headlines. First three that I saw this morning. Harry, Meghan, trouble. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So um, Radar Online, I think, started this, if I'm not mistaken. But whatever. All the British tabloids are on it because they fucking hate them. Hate them. Well, especially Meghan. So apparently they are taking time apart, according to several sources, uh, to in the hopes of rebuilding their bond. I don't know about that, because apparently they've actually been separated for a little while, or living separately, I should say. Um, there's a couple of different reasons why, depending on who what you believe. But I do believe that, I mean, it's one of the reasons why most couples fight, money. And apparently the whole Spotify breaking up with them, because they, and that was all their fault. And I say they, but Megan was the star of the show for the podcast. She didn't produce what she was supposed to produce. They, she was supposed to have like umpteen episodes of this amount. And she produced like eight. And apparently she wasn't even doing the interviewing. It no. was someone else interviewing and they put her voice in later. All those things would piss Spotify off because they're supposed to spend $20 million. So they dropped them in turn. Thankfully for Spotify, I guess, there was no guarantee for that money. So they didn't pay the remainder of it, whatever that was. It was supposed to be 20 million. So there's one thing. They all, they live this lavish lifestyle. I mean, they bought this house in California. Their security is extremely expensive. And we know that they pay for that on their own. That's too much money for them to, to upkeep. And then the other thing is, apparently, you're going to love this one. He went behind her back and talked to William about a couple of things. Like, what would it look like if... What an asshole. What, he phoned what, his brother. <laughs> but it was more of a, hey, bro, what if I did go move back to London? What would that look like for our relationship? I think he kind of, if this is true, he wants back in the family. Yeah. Damn right he does. He never <laughs> wanted out of the family. I'll tell you just the way I feel about it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think she wanted the the good-looking boyfriend and the royal title, and I think she wanted to pick and choose what part of being a royal she wanted to participate in. I think she also thought she could be the, the revolutionary change against this big monarchy institution. In reality, she completely destroyed a family. She really wanted Harry away from his family where he could talk to his family and get support and things like that that he'd always had throughout his life. She convinced him that all of that was bad and life in L.A. was the better way. And you, they're racists and they're mean to me. And, oh, you can't possibly associate with those people. I think that everything that has happened was completely planned out. Mm -hmm. And I think that none of it had to do with Harry. I think it all had to do with Megan. Megan wanted the spotlight and the easiest, fastest route to it to get that Oprah-level status, that elite status was to marry a royal. It was the only way it was going to happen because it sure shit wasn't going to happen as the actress on Suits. So she went out and found a, a royal, had some kids. She's got him locked down. But now, in order to keep this going, number one, 
She's got to make sure that he doesn't go back to the family. If he starts talking to William again and William starts saying things like, yeah, you can just move back into Frogmore. Like, it's never going to be exactly the same, but, you know, we can work it out. Like, we're family. We're brothers, you know? We have a lot in common. We we have a this and that. We, we can figure it out. Megan doesn't want any part of that shit. She does not. She wants control. Mm-hmm. She wants to make sure that Harry is under her thumbprint at all times. And God help the two of them if they actually do divorce. Cause the What a mess that would be, right? I mean, how could a court truly say the kids should go with Megan? Or how could a court truly say the kids should live with Harry because he has eight castles and a staff? You know, like the whole thing is going to be so ugly if this doesn't work out. And that's part of the reason that Megan wanted it like this, because it is so tangled and messy now that it would almost be too inconvenient for him to leave her. He might as well just stay where he is. That's the way it seems. Okay. Okay. And hey, you're Ooh. Fuck, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Are you good? Are you good? Yeah. Yeah, You know, and you're not the only one that thinks that way. And a lot of people are quite upset if this is true that it it was after the queen had passed that that maybe Harry is realizing and it should have been during her, you know, like while she was alive, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm curious if they release this. Now, it depends on when you listen to this podcast, but I'm wondering if they anytime there's been a rumor that pisses them off enough, they release a joint statement. Yep. So far. As we record this, nothing, which makes me think there might be some truth to it. I think there's some truth to it. I think this has probably been bubbling under for a a long time. Yeah. Hey, when it comes to Harry and Meghan, beautiful couple, beautiful children, endless potential. They could have taken that royal thing and still got the change that Meghan wanted. They still could have modernized the monarchy. They still could have gotten rid of some of the, the racist overtones of the things that they do and things like that. All of that could have happened. But she didn't want to work with them. She wanted to either shut them down or pull completely out. And for Harry, you know, I got myself a hot wife and nice kids and a beautiful place on the the West Coast in L.A. Great. Dude, you were the prince. You were one of the few people on earth who could just walk into the king or queen's office, sit down, put your feet up on the table and say, can somebody make me a sandwich? Nobody else gets to do that. And I think now he's realizing, oh, not being a royal. Oh, when they said not being a royal, they meant not being a royal. I don't sit with the family anymore at royal weddings. I don't get invited to certain things anymore. And at the end of the day, in America, they don't give a fuck. They don't care about the royalty. They don't care about the monarchy. It's not their thing. So it was stupid to think moving to LA, she was going to get elevated to Oprah status. He was going to be... God knows who, and they were basically going to be American royalty. That was never Mm -hmm. going to happen. And now there's so much backlash against most of the shit that she happens to be in favor of that I don't think that they're going to get any more sympathy from the public. I don't, I mean, I don't think that the sympathy is there too. I was even one of those people at the beginning when they announced it in 2020 that they are kind of leaving the royal family. I thought, okay, you know what? They're forging their own path. Prince Harry has been known to mention like he'd be happy not being a royal previous to this. So in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, okay. So I buy that. I buy that he definitely wanted out because he said it before. He said, I would be fine leaving. But saying it and doing it are definitely two different things. But now, I mean, there's just too much, right? There's just too many stories, sources um, that are kind of, that that do kind of sway toward Megan being not the nicest to deal with. Yeah, yeah. I think uh-huh. for for him too. And and this reality 
is being completely different than what he thought it would look like. And it's easy to, for her to say, like, it would be better in L.A. and everything else. He really doesn't have anything in common with anyone else. He's a celebrity, for sure. Yep. So could he call up, you know, an Oprah or someone else and be like, oh, fuck, it's hard being in the spotlight all the time. Sure, but it's not the same as your brother. Your brother knows. You know what I mean? Your family knows what it's like, truly. And they have protectors. They he's, invented it. He's naked, alone, right now, uh-huh. if this is the case. Like, he is really, truly by himself on an island. So I wouldn't, I would understand why if there's trouble in paradise between he and Megan, that he would call his brother first because he's got no, what else does he have? I'm actually encouraged that he called his brother. I'm encouraged that he did it. And um, it's a good that William took the call too, because William didn't have to. Harry slung a lot of mud. He made a lot of accusations. And if the entire monarchy had crumbled because of that fucking book that he did or the Oprah interview, Harry would have been responsible for that. But it didn't work. Mm-hmm. William is about to become king. Sometime in the next 10 years, William will become it'll king. Yeah, it'll happen. And and Harry's on the outside looking in. And I think now he's probably realizing, huh, she's not exactly what I thought. And this is not exactly what I expected it would be. Maybe I can go back and work with my brother, him and I, arm in arm with Kate, trying to modernize the monarchy and really use our position for good. Not this shit that that Megan wants them doing, which is really all about making money. Here's how, here's everything you need to know about Megan Markle. She took twenty million dollars to do a podcast for Spotify. Barely delivered any of the episodes that they were thought they were going to be getting. They thought they'd be getting a lot of content. She barely did any. Dude, if Spotify gave us twenty million to do a podcast, we'd be we would. I'd live in the studio. No kidding. I'd I, fucking live in that podcast. There'd studio. be three a day. Whatever you need. So she barely did it. And then she thought, well, I'm Meghan Markle, the former Duchess of Sussex. I can call whoever I want. And she's got some high-profile friends. Was it Serena or Venus Williams? It was Serena, uh, right? One of the two. Uh, yeah, Serena, I believe. So she has Serena Williams on the podcast. They're friends. She didn't even sit down and interview Serena. Somebody else went and interviewed her, and they cut Meghan's voice into it, asking questions. That tells you all you need to know about Megan. She didn't even get together with her friend who was doing her a favor by appearing on her podcast. She didn't even go to the interview. She sent somebody and just dubbed her voice in oh later. Oh, my God. And a correction. Apparently, it was a $30 million contract that they fucked up. Oh, my God. It's just bad. And, and the, <laughs> again, why would you not? Like, but what could, you know something's wrong with you if that's, if that's true. If it's $30 million, you where the hell are the podcasts you produce 12 and by now you're supposed to produce like 62 or something like that. What goes through your mind when you think, Oh good. I got my check. So it's fine. I'm better than doing this. So you do all the work for me and I'll just slap my voice on it later. And it's fine. Like what goes through your own mind? That's a special kind of arrogant. It's a special kind of arrogant. And so that's when I started to go, Ooh, maybe something's up with that. So I don't blame Spotify in the slightest and they won't get the full amount. And that's what, where the money problems come into effect because they thought they had that. Uh, whatever. Hey, we don't know. But man, it's interesting to speculate what will happen if. And I do feel bad, by the way, for I mean, I always feel bad for the kids in any type of divorce situation. But what a mess this would be. It really would be a mess. Harry, if you're listening to this because you've listened to all 12 of your own. Here's my <laughs> advice to you. <laughs> Harry, listen to me. Get your ass back to England. You go knock on the front door of the castle. You say, Dad, I'm sorry. Let's sit down and talk it out. Then you go down the street to Frogmore, which used to be your little palace there, your cottage on the palatial grounds. 
You knock on the door and ask for William and Kate and say, William and Kate, I was stupid. I'm sorry. Please let welcome me back and I will help you as you guys become king and queen and no one will be a bigger supporter of you than I. I got some personal shit going on in L.A. I'm not quite sure where my kids are at the moment, but I know that the woman who lives in the house doesn't like me very much, so I need to stay here. Go to England, apologize, fix this mess, and then start doing good with your title. And take your title back. You rightfully are a prince. Take that title. Does she deserve duchess or princess? Fuck no. (laughs) It's out of there. She's gone. Um, one more uh, real quick uh, trending story from today, if I could, because this one shocked me when I heard the news. 27 years later, 27 years after the death of Tupac, uh, a, a search warrant was executed this week. That's random. In his in his death. This investigation, by the way, was never closed. It was always open. Uh, he was shot down. In case you forget exactly what happened, he was shot. It was just off the Las Vegas Strip, September 7th, 1996. So the search warrant, man, I'd love to know more. All police will tell us is that, yes, they did execute a search warrant in this investigation. They can't tell us if it was a home or a business or what it was. Uh, 16 miles in Henderson, in Henderson, Nevada, uh, 16 miles from the Strip. That's like a 40-minute drive, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, not that far. Oh. Not that far. And, I mean, we don't. again, we don't know what they were looking for, and we don't know where they went in Henderson. Uh, what's in Henderson? I don't know. People have been Googling Henderson, Nevada, as you can imagine, trying to figure out any ties. Because, of course, you know what they're looking at. They're looking at the East Coast, West Coast rivalry at the time. Is Henderson a connection or not? I mean, we don't know. You can go ahead and theorize and look online at all the theories. They're very interesting, but I'm not sure they'll get you very far. They had to have gotten a tip. Somebody said something to the cops to make them think, oh, Okay, so now we're we're looking for this particular vehicle in Henderson, or we're looking for maybe they know where the gun is that killed him. And if that gun is in someone's possession, then yeah, they can get it. They could try and get prints off of it. I don't know if it'll work, but they can certainly do ballistics on it. This is actually kind of, this might be getting close to the end, the conclusion. And I'm pretty sure that, uh, that Puff Daddy's going to jail. <laughs> stop, stop it. <laughs> Listen, but you know what I think? 27 years. I don't think it's any of that. Car? Gun? Like 20, it's been 27 years. That shit's destroyed. It's gone. Anything to do with it. I'm thinking more someone died and that led them to find something out. I'm thinking DNA brought oh. up. They did collect a lot at the time and we know technology changes. All it would take is someone dying and it's been 27 years for something to trigger it or someone dying for someone to speak up and say, okay, the person's dead now. I can finally tell you because I was worried they were going to kill me. Who knows what happened? But we know people on earth right now alive know who killed Tupac. Sure. (laughs) There's people walking around that know who did it. Probably the person who killed him is alive. And again, they're fearful potentially because of someone. So in my mind, I'm thinking more something happened there that led someone to speak out. Have you watched any of the documentaries about who killed Pac? Yes, I have. Yeah. Do you have a theory about who did it? Um, I, I was no. joking when I said Puff Daddy, by the way. I don't think it was Puff no, Daddy. No, I, re- I don't really have a theory because I think there's a lot of good ones, but I don't really have one that I think, oh, it's got to be this. Because I, they've investigated all those. All those ones that we're very hyper aware of being possibilities have been investigated from what we know. So this is something that'll be like out of, out of left field, I think. Interesting. Or the person I who think- actually pulled the trigger... That person is probably insignificant, but it was such and such that hired them to do it. That could be. Don't forget that the person who killed him could have potentially said, fine, you know what? I'm in my last days or I found something out. I killed Tupac. And now they're 
investigating. Now, that said, they would be willing to give up information and not have to have a search warrant executed, though. Uh, you still need a warrant to go and search the premises, even if they say. Even it's if they say. So that could be one thing, too. Because it might not be theirs that they're giving permission to search. Right. So you get the warrant just to dot mm. the I's and cross the T's. Nothing gets thrown out in court. And that's fine. They'll always give you the warrant for that, especially if there's a confession. Okay, we are so low or long here. We've got to go. Guys, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of After 9. If you want to weigh in on any of this, you can slide into our DMs or you can text 1-833-915-SHOW. Bye, friends.